Well, happy Wednesday. We are so excited to have um, you guys join us as we start and kick off our 2024 uh, days of fasting and devotionals. And so just as people are jumping on here, we just want to take a minute and talk about this past Sunday. Um, We had our vision, kind of like our vision Sunday. We started off with what 2024 looks like for us as a church um, locally as TC, but also um, as the body of Christ. And so I just encourage you, if you haven't, um, if you weren't able to be with us on Sunday and you haven't listened to that yet, I just encourage you to go back, listen to that on our podcast or on our Facebook or YouTube pages. Um, It was just such a great uh, moment. And I was um, texting with uh, Mike and Christina. We were just talking about it. And we sit through both services and first service was good. Um, second service hit a little different and it was very impactful even for us as a staff having heard it the first time and coming back and listening to it the second time just the importance of surrounding ourselves and having people around us as we walk through this um, journey of not just of life but our our Christ walk our Christ journey and really surrounding ourselves with people yeah if you missed uh, Sunday and again we're just kind of filling a little bit of time while people are jumping on and, and getting situated. But uh, we looked at uh, Luke chapter 5 when Jesus talked about um, the uh, new wine and the old wineskins and the importance of um, the new going into new wineskins and how our lives can be those wineskins. And oftentimes we, um, we have a desire, we have things that we want to see kind of change and be different in a new year, but we often try to squeeze those into uh, the old me. Yeah. And, um, and then we experience kind of seasons of just kind of frustration and disappointment because we want things to change, but things just don't seem to change. And so we talked a little bit about uh, why that is and um, what the Lord was uh, really calling us to as a church in this next year to move from um, friends to family, and I love that. Um, there's just kind of that phrasing because I think sometimes, and we're going to talk about that this coming Sunday, where it's going to be week two of of this series. But just what keeps us from moving into a deeper relationship with other people as we walk out our faith journey, and um, really, what does it look like? for us to move from, hey, we're just friends to we are family, where we can experience life in a deeper, and on a deeper level and in a deeper way. Yep. So that's exciting. Yeah, so today um, we're kicking off this uh, fasting over the next four Wednesdays. Um, uh, our team is gonna be bringing a, a devotional uh, around four different uh, topics or questions. And so um, you can check those out and see a fasting uh, guide to kind of determine um, what you're going to do at transformtlh.com forward slash uh, fast. And uh, there you can see what the devotional topics are going to be over the next four Wednesdays. And um, would really encourage you to um, to join us on these Wednesdays. We're, we're fasting on Wednesday. And so maybe that uh, for you is food, maybe you uh, would be a social media fast or something, but we are taking from sunup to sundown on Wednesdays and really trying to um, turn our focus, fix our gaze, as we talked yeah. about today, uh, on Jesus 
And uh, it really is a season for us to just um, to really grow closer to God and to kind of hit the reset button uh, for us spiritually. You know, and you wouldn't think it's it's funny because with fasting, you think, you know, pushing the plate away. But there is such an intimacy. And we're going to talk about a little bit about that. But there's such an intimacy and a reigniting of passion for the Lord when we do fast. I think that there we think that it's just pushing the plate away, but it's not. God meets us. Yeah. in that area and in that place and i know every time i start a fast i don't want to start a fast but at the end of my fast right at the end of it i'm like i don't i want to keep fasting because i i want this closeness that i have with the lord is different yeah. it's it's better and so um i just encourage you to to really ask the lord what can i fast over the next few weeks and and just participate yeah with join us and you can pick up at any point along the way. If you jump in uh, later in the month, you can pick up uh, at any point. But um, today we want to take a couple minutes and um, talk to you uh, about this idea of how do we reignite our passion with God. Yeah. Um, you know, passion defined is a strong affection. It's a liking or a devotion to someone. Uh, or something and um you know i have i have a liking for you hey there we go <laughs> you know and i i i love the word passion because i feel like that we we understand that attraction and and that but how it can also wane it can get lighter even in dating and marriage but it can happen with the lord too with our passion for his word when we first start off and we first get saved and what that looks like and then, you know, a couple months, a couple years down the road where it just, it's, it's not as intense, that, that passion and that love for the Lord. And so one of the things that I love, Ryan, honestly, about that is your story of salvation. And so share with us a little bit about like what you can do to reignite your passion for the Lord. Yeah. So today uh, we want to give you just kind of three um, uh, things that you can um really apply today mm -hmm. uh, to start reigniting that passion. And uh, the first one is this, is to reflect on your salvation moment, your salvation experience. And um, uh, the easiest way for me to kind of explain the importance of this is when we uh, started dating, I had a Dodge Dakota and that Dodge Dakota, this is old school now. This Dodge Dakota had a bench seat. Anybody have a, a bench seat in your old pickup truck? And um, I loved the bench seat because um, because Andrea would always kind of inch her way over towards. It was before the seat belts were required. And, That's how. And, and so I could I could just totally like. One hand on the wheel, just like laying it back and arm around and we could drive. And there was a, you know, there was a closeness and stuff that was there. And then uh, as we got older and um, grew a little bit and finances grew a little bit, that bitch seat truck has now become a Dodge Ram with a big old fat console in the middle. And so she's way over there, and I'm way over here, and uh, and it's just different. And oftentimes that's what our life ends up looking like, that over time 
um, things just start to kind of get between um, us and God. And not all of those things are bad, but um, if we continue to allow those things to build in our life, it keeps us from from better. And, and that's one way that we can reignite our passion is just reflecting on that salvation moment, remembering what God has brought you from. So if you start to feel that disconnect of, I don't really feel that passion anymore. Well, maybe it's because you've gotten too far removed from what he actually did and where you were in that moment. And that's why I was saying, I love your story. And I love it when you share your story with the, with the congregation and with the church, because us keeping that story up in front, it allows us to remember to, and to know the blessings that we have in our family, the blessings that he's given us for our children, the marriage that we have. It all stems back to the salvation because we are different people today, not because of Ryan and Andrea, but we are different because of the Lord. And so, you know, one of the things that you can do to reignite that passion is just take a moment and just stop, close your eyes, reflect on that story, reflect on that story, think back of who you were before, you know, even last year, think about, you know, our, our, one of our things is that we, we have to want to continually grow at the, you know, growing things change. We want to continually grow in our relationship with the Lord. Remember that salvation moment. Remember what he's brought you through. Remember how you would have reacted a year ago and how you're reacting today. That Those are two different people yeah. because of the transforming relationship that we have with Jesus. And then that also allows us, which is, this is my word for this year. So 2024, I was really asking the Lord, like, what what what's the word for for me personally because i asked for the lord for that for me personally and it is gratitude and i think sometimes we have a disconnect and we need to reignite a passion for the lord because we are not grateful anymore for what he's done and having that heart of gratitude and the lord was just like have that gratitude have that heart of thankfulness this year and think about any relationship but especially in a marriage relationship it's impossible to have intimacy without gratitude oh absolutely and so as we lose our gratefulness for our spouse or for god then that intimacy begins to you know to kind of to kind of fall away and so that's one of the quickest ways to kind of re-spark that is to to think back and to remember and to ponder on what god has saved you from yeah in order to fire up that sense of gratitude again for all that he's done for us absolutely um john chapter 7 says this whoever believes in me this is jesus speaking whoever believes in me as scripture has said rivers of living water will flow from within them and you were telling me a little bit about this word believes yeah, the word believe in the original language is not just a head knowledge. It's the, the intersection of head and heart. And so um, it's one thing to kind of, and over time what happens is, is as we have stuff that kind of gets in between, you know, us and God, we feel that distance. Um, oftentimes our head knowledge of what God's done um, in our life doesn't change. Mm-hmm. There's a thankfulness there, but gratitude, yeah. thankfulness is from the head gratitude is from the mm-hmm. heart and um and so what jesus is saying here is this river of living water which if you're anything like me when i go through those dry seasons where there's no intimacy i feel i feel empty on yeah. the inside 
And, um, and so if I'll get back to a place to where there's the intersection of not just a head knowledge, a thankfulness of what God's done, but a, but a gratitude yeah. of what he's done, then all of a sudden those rivers of living water begin to flow again. So good. So uh, another way for us to just kind of reignite our passion for the Lord is to return to his word. Um, his word is life-giving. And I think because our world gets so busy and we get so distracted that we forget to be still and to study and to read his word. One of the things that um, TC Women, we kind of put it out there on social media over the last few weeks, but we are reading through the Bible this year. Um, and already, here's the thing, already, it, it reminded me um, Sunday when you were preaching, already I'm seeing an intimacy with the Lord, an alone time with the Lord, because we're all reading alone, but then we're coming together online and we're sharing what God has spoken and we're able to be there for each other. It's that accountability of like, I've got to read my chapter because I've got 80 women mm -hmm. on the other side of this that are doing this as well. And so going back and returning to his word, it, it will reignite because you begin to see him. Yeah. You begin to fall in love with him again because he is so wonderful and he is so great. And he left us this book to help us walk through our life. And so returning to the word of God helps to reignite that passion. And part of the passion part too is the busier we get, the word becomes the first thing that kind of falls off. And what sometimes we fail to realize is that God's word is his love letters to us. Absolutely. And, and so reading his word helps us to stay you know, uh, passionately connected with him and, and, and talk about love letters. Um, if you've been around, you've heard that I have a twisted sense of humor. And, and so in this box, I actually brought the love letter. In this box are the love letters that I wrote when I call it courting, but you call it stalking. You were stalking. Um, back before uh, we started dating. And, that, and let's just say, that's 20. I've got cards and everything in there that's 25 years of and so guys i thought it would be fun if i read a couple of these um because you've probably heard them but um but it, it kind of does a whole new thing if you can like hear them or see them and so so simmons that was her maiden name it's box 1391 and and check this love letter out that i did um it says, I think you are beautiful. Now, here's the thing. If you can't see this, what he did was he didn't sign it. And he cut out letters from a magazine and pasted them on. So I literally thought a serial killer stalker was after me. I went a couple weeks without telling her who was sending the letter. Yeah, it was. Here, here's another one. I like this one. I, I noticed that... Um, um, because I was courting, not stalking, that she had had to park a long way away from a campus because the parking lot apparently was full. And so I, I wrote her a block letter uh, letter with no signature at the bottom. It says the most beautiful girl on campus should have to park this far away. I, mean, I was scared just, for my life. Just really, I, I could just I can feel it even now. And then and then here, those would be the last one. Um, uh, this one wasn't during the two weeks. I feel like I've written this letter quite a few times. Um, it just says, forgive me for being an insensitive moron. <laughs> I 
Hey, uh, guys, you can uh, you can use that in your relationship <laughs> if you need to. Insensitive moron. But uh, love letters. Yeah. I mean, that, if we begin to look at God's word as love letters to us, yeah. I think it could uh, change things. And so um, uh, I'd encourage you, if you don't have a Bible reading plan, um, check out First John this week. Yeah. Five chapters. Uh, but First John is is one of those uh, books that um, you know is God really um, uh, sharing His love and His care uh, to us. And I, I love that uh, what you were saying because returning to His Word does it share it shows us how much He does love us. I think we quote John three sixteen for God so loved the world that He gave His own. like we we put it places we quote it, but God loves the world that He gave. And when you stop and you reflect on his word and what he's saying, the love that our heavenly father has for us is immense. And it begins to reignite that passion. Yep. So the last one, uh, number three, and again, we're talking uh, around this idea of how do we reignite our passion for God? And uh, the third one and the last one that we want to leave you with is uh, to reprioritize the relationship. That if you want to reignite your passion, for God, you've got to reprioritize that relationship. And again, I go back because we're talking about passion. We're talking about you know that connection. I go back to um, just our relationship, and um, you know when we were um, first started out, you know dating, all that kind of stuff. And then as you get married, and kids come, and life comes, and work comes, and busyness comes. Um, what tends to happen is that we begin to kind of go through the motions yeah. and we we begin to lose that that connection. And, you know, one of the, the ways oftentimes I don't sense it, you sense it before I do, but um, I'll hear you, you know, tell me at times, hey, I, f- I feel like we're losing that that connection. And it's a trigger to me that um, that I got to do a better job at reprioritizing um, our relationship. And so um, we'll begin to kind of be more intentional and making sure that we're not skipping a, a date night or, you know, my natural tendency as an introvert is when I'm stressed and busy, had a long day. Um, I want to kind of withdraw a little bit to recharge. And so in those seasons where it just feels like we're not connecting, um, I'll be more intentional about, you know, being with family and spending time, being on the couch, watching TV together or whatever. And um, the same goes in our relationship with the Lord Absolutely. when we feel that disconnect, you know, really taking a look at, at all the different things that we've got going on and, and where is God falling in that list? Chances are um, you're checking a lot of boxes, but God's at the bottom. Yeah. And if we want to reignite that passion, uh, then what we've got to do is we've got to reprioritize, you know, some things. And so as we look into a new year um, in January, maybe for some of you, it's to reprioritize um being at church on sundays um maybe it's as we get ready to kick off a a new group semester in february maybe it's to kind of step out and and join a small group or to join a serve team or or um jump into our men's conference that's coming up in a a couple weeks or the women's conference that's coming up uh and i guess about march so in, in the beginning of march and so really trying to reprioritize um, our time and relationship with the Lord. You know, as we as we close out, I just want to read this one um, portion of scripture in John 15. And this is something that for Ryan and I, it, it was a, 
almost a, a life verse for us. We, we found ourselves in a very dry place spiritually. We had given so much in the ministry um, and just serving that we found ourselves dry with the Lord. And um, we were kind of pointed to this portion of scripture and it, it just reignited, like we were talking about, reignited a passion for the Lord. And it's John 15, and starting in verse nine, it says, I have loved you even as my father has loved me, remain in my love. And this is Jesus speaking and he's talking and he says uh, in verse 10, when you obey my commandments, you remain in my love just as I obey my father's commandments and re remain in his love. And, and I love this part of it. Verse 11 says, I have told you these things. So he's talking in John chapter 15 about staying in the vine, like be in the vine when the vine is the Lord and, and to remain in him and that his words need to remain in us. And then Jesus says, I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. And when our passion leaves, our joy leaves. When we are not connected with the Lord, the joy of the Lord is our strength. When we are not connected to the Lord, we lose our joy and man, do we lose our strength. It, it, it becomes this, we're almost like we're pushing against something that won't move. And the, and the Lord is telling us, Jesus is telling us this, he's telling us these things in his word about remaining in him and remaining in his love and obeying the commands of God. So that way, his joy will remain in our lives. And so if we feel that disconnect, if we feel that disconnect of joy, it's at that moment that we need to really kind of push back in. Am I connected to that vine? Am I connected to who the Lord is? Am I, is his word, is his word in my life? Yeah. And am I obeying it and allow that joy to overflow into other people? Yeah. yeah great stuff. Great stuff. Well, hey, let's, uh, let's close out with a quick prayer. Yeah. And, um, I don't know if you're watching this at 7 a.m. If so, have an amazing day. If you're watching it at 7 p.m., then I hope you had a great day. Um, but uh, excited for us to be able to grow together here in the month of January. Absolutely. Praise out. Yeah. So, Father, we thank you for um, just this opportunity, Lord. We thank you for a place that you have planted us, a church that, Lord, we can just grow together, that, Lord, we are... Um, just your sons and daughters. And so, Lord, I ask right now that you would reignite a passion in each and every one of us. Remind us of where you brought us from. Yes. May we have a heart of gratitude again. Heavenly Father, may we understand and return to the importance of your word and what your word says, that love letter that you have written to us. May we see it, Lord, the way you wrote it. And Lord, we just ask right now that you would just um, help us to move closer to you to reprioritize that you are the number one thing in our life before anything else, before anyone else. You, oh Lord, are sovereign. You are in charge. You are our savior. You are our king. And Lord, we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We love you guys. Love you.